Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia. Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings on all I know is Zach said he has a game where Shields don't read both 7,000 and I said I'm in let's go let's do it yeah that's what I really what I needed was not to get at least one more reader hello everybody and welcome to a late Friday morning edition of birds with friends Bo Wolf here Marissa Morris in the controls Zach Berman Shiel Kapadia as we prepare you for week 15, a matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. And everybody wants to know, especially the people in the chat, Sheil, how you doing? Well, week 15, I like the sound of that. that. That sounds pretty good to me. Now, in our last podcast, I have not heard our audience be this passionate about any subject more so. Then the passwords. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Zach's just did people taking shots at Zach left and right. I apologize. <laughs> I like, truly apologize. The one thing you're not supposed to do is what Zach says. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I was not prepared for that one. I, I I was simply trying to answer the question. From now on, I am going to uh, to abstain from any uh, questions in which I, I don't know the answer. So this to. is on my list of things to do uh, later today is get one of these password managers. I, mean, I have last are, pass. That's what oh, I you did. Oh, yeah. Where were you, Marissa? You what are you in? talking about? <laughs> you guys were oh, in the, you, the conversation. I gotta tell you, I I had I have LastPass as well, and I don't use it. It's it's it's. Uh, oh, I use it for everything. Uh, I think I need to. I use it for to, everything you know, work in, related. Different one. Let's yeah. put it that way. I don't use well, it for my personal stuff. But it's all have... my work accounts and everything. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Marissa had the answer all along. She allowed us <laughs> wow. to sound like idiots for uh, yeah, but, that segment and uh, made for a better show. And you know what, though? Because uh, I think that happened in the beginning of the episode. So it's not even like it was like 45 minutes in and we would have expected Marissa to be tuned down. So. No, I was listening. I just you guys were in the flow of the conversation. <laughs> so I was just letting you guys do your thing. <laughs> OK, fair enough. All right. Well, uh, so we've got plenty to get to. We will do the bird on the street with our stone cold newsman. We will go crow thine enemy on this Arizona Cardinals team with Mr. National Shield Capania. We will have swooper sorecasting. We are getting down to the nitty gritty. And of course, those of you in the live chat, make sure you give us your submissions for swooper sorecasting. We'll add three of those. And then we'll close with the crystal bald eagle. Zach, I committed the uh, I'm very embarrassed this morning. I committed one of the uh, one of the terrible sins of a Zoom press conference. I missed the first question of the Doug Peterson press conference. And then eventually it got to me 
and I asked a question that had sort of already been asked. Oh, Bo, Bo, I don't Bo, like. Bo, I don't. Bo, I don't deserve Bo. to ask a question again next week. I mean, really, really bad. You, you what? I mean, it was phrased differently. No, it was phrased Zach, differently. I haven't even so heard one it. Could but interpret I can tell it. Zach's just being nice. I mean, it's, yeah. I no, so, <laughs> so what the con? So the first question he was about early. how how uh, complex or or uh, different the Cardinal scheme is with the way they use multiple linebackers. And Doug was, first off, Doug was enthused about being asked about the opponent's scheme as opposed to, you know, his own team, which which is what all the uh, questions are usually about. And then Bo came in a little later and, and asked uh, asked what challenges the Cardinals defense presents. Specific challenges, so, yeah. I mean, it's the same general idea. It's a little bit different, but I don't, I wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't have asked it if I had heard the first one asked. Well, did, no did Doug, how, how did Doug handle it? Uh, he handled it well, and he gave a, he gave a good answer, but he did say we sort of talked about this earlier. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. You listen, you wonder why you're not getting called on. I mean, I don't, I don't deserve to be, yeah. You don't, I, really. I should be frozen uh, out for a week. I totally go- agree with that. A week, no. the rest of the season. I mean, if Eagles well, I mean, PR, no. if yeah. Eagles PR is watching this, uh, you you have birds with friends permission to freeze Bo out I, between screwing up the Zoomer, you know, earlier when you're going back and forth. The clip we play at the intro, well, and then this. Uh, listen, it's all in one season. You gotta you gotta be firing on all cylinders at this point in the year. Is there anyone who's firing in all cylinders at this point in the year? All right, fine. You have to do the bare minimum, which is not asking a question that's been asked. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, we're losing Zach, but uh, I think he'll. I think he'll come back. Uh oh, we point. got no newsman. Let's take it to Bo Wolf, our stone cold newsman. Bo, I don't know. I missed Pe- the first. Yeah, I did Doug Peterson question. talk about the Cardinal scheme? What did he say? Zach, do we have you? No. Mm, this is like a real. This is like a real. Uh, you know, news broadcast. All right, all right. Give street. me. Give me the one, the most important thing. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. Zach, are you alive? In the void of uh, company man background. Hello. All right. Do you hear well, us? This is, wow, we don't this have- is boring for listeners. Bo, what was the most important thing that Doug uh, Peterson said that you heard in this press conference? One second. I, I, I will be right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just getting this fixed. <laughs> Boy, we are off to a great with friends and just crushing it today. It's absolutely crushing it. Oh, what do you? All right, that's one solution. I wish that was a Miller Light or something. Just start crushing Wegman's it. cherry cherry pop. All right, right, come on, Bo, give me uh, give me something he said. Yeah, I mean, there's. I don't really think there is much important. Um, he was asked about Zach Ertz, why uh, he's been terrible this year, and he said that you know. He's been injured and he's fighting through it, but he feels better now. And he, you know, couldn't get on the same page with Carson Wentz earlier in the season. There's not yeah, a ton talk of talk about a forgotten man, Zach Ertz. It's true, like, really complete. Oh, you like forget that he's even on the team at this point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and he's probably so playing much his for last trade games as an Eagle. Yeah, I mean, uh, it really feels like it'll go in that Malcolm Jenkins, uh, Malcolm Jenkins type path in the off season. Yeah, but at Zach least Ertz. Malcolm Jenkins played well last year. That's true. Uh, it was a tough decision. It's, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a very difficult decision. Zach, do we have you? He no, said, we don't. His computer is bugging out, fixing it. Uh, now. Okay, what's, we'll, 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 proceed we'll try without. and get him on his phone <clears throat> if he has computer issues. What is, so. what is Darius Slay like us to call him? 
big play. Just just slay or, slay. or big play. Yeah, uh, is, uh, still is in the slay con- probably still, still in the concussion protocol. He he was a limited participant in practice yesterday, so I think there is a a chance that he will play this week. Um, okay. Uh, I don't believe he addressed exactly what position Jalen Mills is going to play this week, so uh, we'll wait and see on that front. Um, he did say that Michael Jaquette is the guy who who they have learned uh, to trust a little bit. Um, wow. I think that's. I mean, there really it was. It, there was not a lot. There's not a lot of like pressing issues going into this game. I feel like uh, you okay, know Jalen Hurts has, uh, you know, taken another step ingratiating himself with the guys in the offensive huddle this week. Who He's is my? Leader. I am back. I oh, apologize. Okay. I uh, I apologize for that. Are you ready? Feel, Are you ready to feel hit, free hit to hit give us thumbs runner? down? Feel free to give us thumbs down in the uh, YouTube no. channel. No, that's fair. Yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> Only thumbs up, please. Oh, we lost him again. He's not back. What a tease! All right, oh, Bo, well, I have two questions be, for you. This is going to be a tough uh, super sorecasting for him. If I you have can't two questions for anything. you. He'll, he'll carry over a lot, though. Go ahead. Uh, who is the starting offensive line, and who is the starting secondary? Uh, your best guess at it going into this game. Well, the starting offensive line is is sort of set in stone. It will be Jordan Mailata at left tackle, Isaac Sayamalo at left guard, Jason Kelsey at center, Nate Herbig at right guard, and Matt Pryor at right tackle. So that'll be Ooh. offensive line combination number 13 and game number 14. Uh, Herbig and Pryor. Okay. Herbig and Pryor. So uh, nice. certainly, certainly there to be had. And then the secondary, um, my best guess is that it will be Jalen Mills – Let's let's assume that Darius Slade doesn't play. If okay. Darius Slade doesn't play, then I think that it will be Jalen Mills and I guess Michael Jaquette mm, as the starting boy. corners with Nikel Roby Coleman inside and Marcus Epps and Kayvon Wallace at safety. <laughs> did I miss my favorite segment? You did, um, but you, you still have time to uh, do it and put, put me to shame because I get, certainly could not fill your shoes in this capacity. Yeah, you have to do like an abridged version. Pretend that <laughs> there's like some emergency breaking news we've got to go to on the streets of Philadelphia. And the anchor says, sorry, Zach, you got to give us that, you know, sports in like uh, here. I'm even going to set a timer. How much time do you think you need? I don't want to repeat what was said no, before, I know. though, because well, we This will be important, that. because we'll know what was actually important. All right, All right give me I'm 10 giving... seconds. No, no, I'm going to give you no, more. 10 yeah, seconds? <laughs> I'm going to give you more than that? What could you Well, there hasn't been much that's changed since, since we discussed. Right. Since we spoke I'm going to give you 30 seconds. All right? Ready, okay. set, go. We're not doing the music. Just oh. okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Darius Slay remains in the concussion protocol. The Eagles' star cornerback was a limited participant in practice on Thursday. Still needs to be cleared in order to play Sunday. But the fact that he was on the practice field Thursday shows that he is trending in the right direction. The Eagles will start their 13th different offensive line combination in 14 games. When Matt Pryor plays right tackle, there is still uncertainty about what it's going to look like in the defensive secondary as the Eagles figure out their numbers there and as quarterback Jalen Hurts prepares for his second start with the Eagles, he is just trying to be like a coffee bean. All right, Per, mm. you have two seconds over. Good job. And he closed with the nice coffee me- bean. Nice mental clock there, you know? Thank you. He yeah. should be hanging out with Carson Wentz a little bit more. <laughs> mm. Well, two seconds for Carson Wentz would make a big difference. I apologize okay. for the computer errors. <clears throat> what, is, uh, what is your guess as to the starting secondary we will see this week, Zach? Well... It's it's hard to predict with the with a concussion. Uh, that's a challenge. So 
let's say Slay's in the lineup. I think it'll be Slay on one side, Jaquette on the other side, then Mills and Epps at safety with Kayvon Wallace as the third safety getting playing time, Nikel Roby Coleman in the middle, and then Seymour as the top backup. If Slay does not play, then my guess is Jalen Mills goes to cornerback with Jaquette on the other side, Wallace and Epps at safety, and then Seymour, again, the top one on the outside. It's unbelievable that we are we are talking about Michael Jaquette like he's seriously you know, g- given given as back. much uh, guff as Shield was giving us in the summer uh, that we're talking about him like All he's, a, he's a, well. And guess guess what else happened this week? I don't know if you saw this Shield. Did you see the probably not? I don't know. What you see the, the the transaction the Eagles made? Mm, my guy, the, Elijah was, Riley, promoted oh, to the active roster. Yeah, no, my my eyes have trained themselves to when I'm scrolling through that stuff. Yeah, uh, it just totally ignores it. Have well, you guys you're spoken about love, the Seymour story? No, I was going to say your Sheila's going to really love uh, the story of Kevon Seymour, who oh. is a player on the Eagles. I thought Richard Seymour, maybe D line, D line coach, assistant, or something. Mm. No, Kevon Seymour Butts. Yeah, Kivon, this is forty one, uh, right? Uh, Kevon Seymour, and yes. it it actually okay. is the type of story that that uh, you know you like to hear humanize. It was very players. nice. Yeah, Les so, Bone did a good job with the with the story yesterday. Yes. So uh, so two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen was in the NFL. He was a sixth round pick by the Bills in sixteen. Uh, was traded to Carolina. Played for the Panthers in seventeen. Missed the 18 season because of uh, shoulder injury, double shoulder surgery. And then last year, didn't make the Panthers out of camp, was dealing with some injuries, but was was uh, was out of the league, okay? And uh, he and his wife have, have three kids. He had been a conservative investor during his time in the, in the NFL, but, but, money, but the money had been running thin during this past year. Uh, so he got a job at the uh, local, at the local tire shop, if you will, down in Charlotte. He was training at Planet Fitness, uh, training, and and uh, he likes cars. He he knew these guys at the tire shop. Was was working there. His wife has has uh, student loans she was paying off. So they were at the point where uh, you know he almost had to think about what the alternative would be. The Eagles called a few weeks ago. He comes to the practice squad, gets promoted to the active roster last week, is in the lineup, or not in the lineup, but is is on the active roster. Called into action. A last, uh, a last week plays against the Saints and expected to have a bigger role against the Cardinals this year. But 27 years old, did not want to give up on the NFL, was thinking of his alternatives, supporting his family in the interim, uh, but now he's back on a pro roster. He was pouring his heart out. He was. I had the I was I was watching that press conference in the uh, in the living room here, and uh, uh, my wife was like, it's, he, "It's like he was using this as a therapy session." She was <laughs> probably right. He says uh, he he was at rock bottom, but he's from rock bottom. Mm. Mm. And his favorite restaurant if is also rock bottom. So anyway, so okay. what Kevon is cooking. And so when you see Kevon Seymour on the field on Sunday, you will know his. His backstory. That is a good poss- story. I think it's possible he starts over at Jaquette. Uh, very, yeah. I mean, uh, Jaquette's been been uh, limited, so at least Seymour's yeah, been, been out there, and, and Seymour's played in the league. He's 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 played in the league before. Mm-hmm. The guy, it's, he's not it's not new to him. That's a Jim Shorts uh, ism. Okay. Anything else uh, that we need to know about this? Uh, the current state of this Eagles team, Zach. Desperate. I know you've already given your. 
Yeah. Uh, your 30 seconds, but Yeah. Uh no, the the uh There's I'm, not as much there's not as much going on this week because we've already you know, we've graduated to Jalen Hurts. There aren't as many moving parts. I mean, there are moving parts in the secondary, but I think the if if you're looking at the uh roster, I think the big question will be what happens if an interior lineman goes down, what happens if a cornerback goes down? Uh the Eagles don't have a backup guard right now for this game. Now they they uh, they could the the name that I hope I got right the other night Ross uh, Piersbacher. Now he has to go through COVID protocols. Last week John Bocci, like he he didn't practice and was active for the game. The same thing could My essentially happen. I believe it's with him. Joe Bocci. Who the oh. hell is that? <laughs> George or Joe Bocci, linebacker. They signed off the. Saints <laughs> I mean, are you making squad. up names? No. What linebacker. Is going they on signed here? off the Saints practice squad. More importantly, uh. my seventh round pick in the shadow draft back in the spring. That's more important. That's yes. definitely more important. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, so I'm curious to see. Right now, they 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 have who they know will be active. Uh, they have Luke Jariga, who's who's a center, and they have Brett Toth, who's a tackle. My guess is they elevate Prince Tega Wanogo. Um, now, if Nate Herbert goes down, inside. or if Isaac Sayamalu goes down, I guess they bounce prior inside, play Brett Toth on the outside, but they're really undermanned on the offensive line, and then at cornerback, as, as we've discussed, particularly under man there as well. I think it, I think they could – my guess is they've probably been cross-training Jiriga at guard this week as well. Yeah, that yeah, that's a possibility too. But we'll see. Uh, okay. Well, not a lot going on. Why don't I mean, we – that uh, was really exciting. I think yeah, we I mean, have record record uh, viewership. I thought rating. the coffee bean thing would 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 get more entry. <laughs> the comments. You like are this really... coffee? I don't even know what what is the coffee bean thing supposed to mean, Zach. It feels like a, a coach speak thing that's up your alley. Yes, yes, I I like a, a good. Is it a parable? Would you call that mm. a parable? Well, you also like a good uh, tie-in with an Eagles quarterback and coffee. You probably got a residual <laughs> from that. That's true. Uh, well, the I got to tell you, it is in the Eagles download that will be mm. will be up later. So, anyways, there was there was this book uh, about this, and it's a story that that you hear. It's like a, a there's a whole book story. about the coffee bean. Yes, it's like it's a short story, but yes. Mm. Uh, and essentially, you put you put three you put a carrot, an egg, and a coffee bean in boiling water. Okay, the carrot will uh, wilt and soften. Okay, under under the heat, the egg will lose its hard will lose its hard shell, but it'll become hard on the inside in the heat. But what the coffee bean does is it spreads out and it makes everyone and it changes the water. So so when when the heat's on it, it changes the water, and uh, that's what Jalen Hurts wants to be. He wants to affect everyone else around him. So it's similar to like when. Mark Sanchez once told me, mm. you have to be the thermostat, not the thermometer, right? Like, which what you're trying to be as the quarter you like when your quarterback's the coffee bean, because what he's doing is when the when when they're in a tense situation, an adverse situation, he's 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 going to spread and and make everyone else around him better. Yeah, yeah, we've we've already debunked the Sanchez thing. I mean, listen. Just be the wait. What do you want? Yeah, I'd much rather be you know, flowing with the yeah, tide. Yeah, now you read the room a little bit. You know, you don't yeah. want to be too energetic if everybody's in a calm mood. You don't want to be too calm, or if everyone's in an energetic mood, you gotta you know 
read the room a little bit. I mean, really. It, no, but you want to bring the no, energy, I mean, right? You no, want to be... I mean, being, imagine being in the locker room just in like a chill right. mood well, and Mark true. Sanchez is coming in yelling at everyone. I'd say go sit down, Mark. No, the, I, Leave me alone. I, I see your point. Like if you're, a, you know, I, I can't walk into a losing locker room and like be be bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Energetic. There's but, a time and place. You can't always be at the same level. You got to move true. that thermostat. But I think it it, you know? it depends too what what your role is. If you're if you're the quarterback, you want to be the one bringing the energy, setting the temperature for the uh, for the room. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna write a book. How about this? Uh, dre- dress in layers. How about that? So if the, if the room's hot, you take off the sweatshirt. You adapt. If the room's cold, you throw on the jacket. That's a good leader. You know, he's adapting. How are we feeling, everybody? Fair How enough. can I help you? You don't have to worry about me. I'm going to take care of myself. How can I help you? I don't need to be setting any thermostats. I mean, is there any, anything worse than somebody who's just setting a thermostat thinking they own the room? I, I mean, totally you come agree. into my house, you touch my thermostat, <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, I'm not interested in your I'm not interested in your pyramid scheme. I don't care about your temperature preferences. Get the hell out of here. This is, <laughs> this my, is house. my house. Yeah, win something first. Yeah, I mean, I think really. That's right. Okay. Huh. Uh, I do think we could talk about um, the Jason Kelsey point about, uh, uh, yes. you know, not not playing for, uh, you know, draft picks or things like that. Why don't you why don't you uh, recap what he said, Zach? Jason Kelsey, second uh, it's the second consecutive week gave a spirited spirited. Uh, uh, I guess retort mm. in this case to he had one spirited defensive Doug Peterson mm-hmm. uh, to your question. Went, yep. Yep. And then he went into go ahead. Just, I I'm, I want to pull this up so I quote okay. him accurately. I just have to say Jason and, Kelsey defending Eagles coaches since like 1945. <laughs> I mean, really, how many more guys does this guy have to just go out there and defend? It's unbelievable. Although he did sort of he did take a veiled shot at Chip in um, his defense of Doug Peterson. He he was saying like the most important thing you can be is authentic and relatable yep. to players. Like you could be a genius, I guess. But that's not the most important thing. And that, that to me, felt like a, a direct the, shot. At the Chip. year is 2045. Jason Kelsey, the right. oldest center to ever play in the NFL, defends Eagles coach X. And says, Mike Kafka. Yeah. Like, oh God. So I, I won't read you the entire thing here, but I, I will read you the pertinent part. But he said, uh, you know, he prefaced it by saying, I think everybody's curious at all times to see what the young guys have in games. That's something that whenever a guy gets an opportunity, you're like, Okay, let's see what the guy does. Um, But then later on he said, That being said, I think at all times in the NFL, the focus should be on winning the football game. Nothing else takes precedence. No player evaluation, no amount of curiosity from anybody within the organization. Everything is focused, in my opinion, in this league upon winning games. You see a lot of losing teams sustain losses for a number of years when they had bad cultures. They have cultures where you don't try to win every week. Uh, they are, and, and and then he's he's essentially quoting them uh, about like they're thinking about the draft, thinking about the free agency, and so on and so forth. He he talked about how football is not basketball. One draft pick is 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 not going to make a Super Bowl champion. It, it, it could help, um, but then here, so I'm, I'm picking this up later on, uh, where where he says uh, he says so nothing uh, t- uh, takes precedence over trying to win a football game. I don't care who you're trying to evaluate. I don't care if you've lost every game, you're 0-15, and it's the last one you got. Everything is about winning in this league. 
And I know that won't appease a lot of people out there. Always want to talk about getting better draft positions or getting looks at certain guys and see what you got for the future. Again, the, the moment a, a team feels like you as an organization aren't doing your job for me to go out there and, and win, all of a sudden you've shown who you are. You don't care about me or this team. You care about the future. You don't care about this. That's not what our focus is here. That's not the focus on any winning organization's team. So, I mean, I think that's I think he's right. Um, and obviously he's right. Who are we to say that he's, he's wrong? He knows better than we do. Um, but I think that there is a difference between some of the things that we've been agitating for and uh, what he's talking about. Like, for instance, Travis Fulgham playing over Alshon Jeffrey is not just a look at the future. It's he probably like there's a very good case to be made that he helps you win now more than Alshon Jeffrey does. Like we we have that evidence. Um, so I think he's generally right. Like the players are playing to win. They should be playing to win. That's the whole point, um, you know, given everything that they, uh, you know, put in with mm-hmm. both with their body and their time, especially this this season when they probably, uh, you know, maybe shouldn't even be playing at all. Um, so I think he's right. But I, I think there's also there's a gray area where some of the decisions the team has made this year are still incorrect, um, even in service of just trying to win this season. Yes, I don't think the two are, are mutually exclusive. First off, you want your players to think that way, like you said. You know, you don't want your, your, your players to ever think that the season's being cashed in, the team doesn't want to win. Like, you, you, you want guys who have pride every time they go out there. It's also why the players aren't the ones making the decisions. But there are times, and, and we've seen it this year, where the younger player is more productive. You have a better chance of winning when the younger guy's on the field, Right. And that seems to be the the big conundrum here with this Fulgham Alshon Jeffrey situation. Right, and this I mean this coaching staff probably like most coaching staffs has been uh, leaning towards veterans over young guys at every step of the way. Like you know you bring back Vinnie Curry and in the in the beginning of the season he's playing more snaps than Josh Sweat. Well, look how that's turning out. Like now Josh Sweat looks like a, a real player. So um, sometimes you have to you have to turn that page in service of being better this season, even maybe down the stretch. So. The the Fulgham thing is totally confounding to me. It makes me it think, is. it makes it because Doug Peterson uh, defended it the other day. You know, he was asked twice about this and, and was, he basically said Alshon Jeffrey's healthier and playing better. Uh, he said, Ful- now I actually thought that there was maybe, I thought he meant that Alshon is playing better than he than Alshon yes. himself was playing. Not yes, that that's he's why pl- I interpreted Alshon's too. playing better than Fulgham. Exactly, yeah. that's how I interpreted yeah, yeah. it. Okay, too. okay. Um, and he said there are snaps for Jeffrey, snaps for 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 Fulgham. The thing is, this is no longer a rotation. Alshon <laughs> Jeffrey played nearly three times as as many snaps as Travis Fulgham. Quez Watkins, who's been inactive for most of the year, played more snaps than Travis Fulgham. And I asked Doug directly, so 11 snaps was the plan, and he basically said that Travis needs to play better, and he said... He said, put it on me. He said, put it on me. I'm, I'm the one who picks this. So uh, the only thing I can interpret from this is behind the scenes, either on the practice field or in meetings, Travis Fulgham's doing something that the team's not happy about. Otherwise, it is irresponsible for them not to have... He's still the leading receiver yeah. on the team, yeah. even though he hasn't had a catch these past two weeks, has played fewer than 50% of the snaps, wasn't with the team until week four. Uh, so 
it's it's confounding to me that Travis Fulgham's not on the field right now. It would seem that their best chance of winning football games is to have Travis Fulgham out there. Yeah, it seem, I mean, that that's what it seems like, that he did something to annoy them, whether he's dogging it in practice, whether he's what do you think showing he, what up do you think late he to meetings. Done? I don't know. Have you seen coaches? What annoys them? I mean, he might have worn the wrong socks to practice Park, or something. I mean, really, spot, everything yeah. annoys them. It's like... So I don't know that that's the only interpretation, because if this was a guy who the coaching staff was like, we love what you know, we love his work ethic. We love what he's doing behind the scenes. Then it would be a no brainer. Now, I'm not saying that that's still the right decision, because sometimes a guy just shows up at the game and he's better than everyone else. And like Jason Kelsey said, your job is to win the game. And so you would just play that person. But he's got to be doing something uh, behind the scenes. That is it. You know, and I think Doug Peterson's his comments have kind of like suggested it like he's got to work hard or hasn't he said these weird little like veiled things at him well it's so funny because the whole reason he got on the field in the first place was because he was practicing well well i mean so, they always say that you can never believe that although the player jalen mills okay. yeah well right. like i don't i mean that was the idea right. i least, mean i really so. this is uh, yeah it's like there's we can't say anything <laughs> else know. about this anymore. we can't keep Some talking comments about here Travis Logan. Uh, there there is one uh well go ahead and there's one other Eagles thing we can talk about Frank when uh when Zach was logged off there said someone from Google's security team is camping outside Zach's house after his ill-advised password advice and now they're hacking his network to make him pay so <laughs> just a Zach, point. take a look yeah. outside hopefully that's not What's happening? I have been having network problems. Here <laughs> oh, so. Change those passwords. Yes. Zach, uh, famous for uh, among the four of us, listeners might not know this, famous for his uploads. Unbelievable, speed. this guy. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable the, the, the quickness with which he uh, is able to, to I, no, upload I, I, his, I think his it's, audio. It's, it's the company laptop. Mm. I don't think it's yeah, a laptop. It's, it's something Wi-Fi. about your Wi-Fi. You've got a better upload speed yeah. than we do. Yeah. Uh, well, Big clearly flex. not today. <laughs> Tim says Marissa is going to have a hell of a day editing this one. Uh, I mean, she does. She does edit the podcast, but like none of that stuff's coming out. So yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have to worry right. about. I'll clean it up a little. We are. Mar- yeah, we are. We are. Let it fly. We are much more low maintenance than uh, other competing podcasts on bad football teams. Uh, Zach, when Zach was telling the coffee bean, not competing, lower level. You know, I, th- I think some people popped other in responsibilities. She when has. Zach was uh, going talk explaining the coffee bean thing, some people had just popped in, and so we got comments. What is going on? I'm gonna throw up. This gets weirder every week. So I, I think people were uh, very confused there. Tracer, uh, winner of a Pastaficio uh, gift card, mm. says, be the nacho. Everybody loves nachos. Uh, it could be a good book there, Tracer. I think that's, that's a good one. Uh, Christine Michael says, in college, a friend turned our thermostat to 90 before he left late <laughs> at night. Worst hangover ever the next morning. Good prank. I disagree. That is like I would be ready to kill that person. <laughs> I mean, that is that, yeah, I respect that's it. That's outrageous. And a couple people, after hearing the tra- the uh, Jason Kelsey comments, want Jason Kelsey to be the next GM. Yeah, it's not a bad there idea. I think he could be a head coach if he wanted to. I also imagine he's the kind of person who uh, has other interests outside. Yeah, why aren't offensive linemen head coaches more? It's, it seems like that would make the most sense. Too many, too many blows to the head. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, speaking of offensive linemen, this is the la- this is the last Eagles thing we need to talk about before we get getting to crow thine enemy. Um, Doug was asked about Jordan Mailata. Like, has he established himself as a long term left tackle? 
And he was like, well, I don't I don't think that's fair to Andre Dillard. Um, and it's it reminds me a little bit of the um, like the Carson Wentz hand holding. Like, why do they have to be so protective of Andre Dillard? I don't he's, get it he's, either. He's not playing right now. It was actually it was it was interesting because he said that right after we did the podcast. We taped the podcast and went to Doug's and right. we were talking about this my lot of Dillard thing. Right? And uh no, the, the, the Dillard thing doesn't make much sense to me. I guess because of the investment or, or maybe they like him as a player or Doug likes him as a player. I I don't know, but it would seem to me I would lean in toward uh toward my Lotta. Uh but he, he was very careful. To say like, well, we haven't he seen Andre so Dillard out there. Well, the fact yeah. that that you haven't seen Andre Dillard out there might be, you know. Now listen, like if if Andre if um, Jordan Mailata had had Andre Dillard's rookie season, like if he was playing like Dillard did last year, we would be excited about Mailata still. Sure. But the difference is, uh, one guy is two years older than the other mm-hmm. and has been playing football forever. So. You know, to me, it's a no-brainer, and you don't, you don't, you don't. It's it's not like Doug has to say he's our left tackle of the future and uh, just totally crater whatever trade value there would be for Andre Dillard potentially. But he also doesn't have to like protect him like he's like he's a uh, you know a baby fawn or something like that. He could also said, I don't know if I'm going to be here next year. So True. why why ask me questions about that? All right, I, I thought that. Oh, I'm sorry. You go, Shu. Oh no, I was going to change the subject. You got something? Yeah. So was I. I had a question for you. Yeah, you already you, you walked out of that conversation, so we know you want. <laughs> well, to Well, sometimes I got to blow my nose. You know, I don't want to blow my nose in front of a, a YouTube audience, so <laughs> mm-hmm. I just get up for that. Uh, how about? I, I thought this was an interesting thing from this week from Paul Domowich of the Daily News. The this article. Mm-hmm. Sources close to owner Jeffrey Lurie said that while no decision has been reached on whether Doug Peterson will be back for a sixth season. Howie Roseman's return never has been in doubt. In fact, it's not even something Lurie has contemplated. Well, what was your reaction to that? Yeah, that's what I've expected. That's 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 the way I've been operating. That's the that's the way I, I've been talking about it on this podcast. Is I don't anticipate them moving on from Howie Roseman. I know Bo makes the point he's loyal to Howie until he's not right. Um, but. Yep. I I'm still operating, and I I've been operating this 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 way all along. Is that the evaluation of Howie is looked at in a different scope than the evaluation of Doug? I just think that uh, this perce- there there's a perception around the league that like that undersells Jeffrey Lurie's agency in his own football team. Like he needs to be handheld, and he's not capable of uh, of making these decisions. Jeffrey Lurie can like you know he can make bold decisions. Sure. Um, if he if he decides, I mean, maybe he doesn't think that that Howie Roseman has done a bad job, and and we can obviously the, we would debate that. But I think I think the um, I, just, I I think there's this idea, and I think part of it is maybe filtered through um, you know Howie friendly circles that that like they they are definitely tied at the hip. Where and I think that you know Jeffrey Lurie is his own man. He can he can run the team however he wants. That's all. I agree with that, that Jeffrey Lurie can run the team however he he wants. I think his evaluation— I think he's of, capable of a bold stroke. Yeah. I'm I'm not suggesting that Howie is going to stay here because Jeffrey Lurie is, is, is scared of making a change or is, is unafraid to do something bold. I'm, I'm saying that the evaluation of Howie's job is different than I think the way it is on the outside. And I, I think that— Jeffrey and I've I've made this point. Jeffrey doesn't look at that position as simply sitting there scouting players. 
Uh, he simply doesn't. He he looks at, at the strategy of it. He, he looks at the organizational management of it. Now, you can say roster management's a problem, and, and, and that would fall up upon Howie. But I think with these decisions, uh, even though Howie has final say, I think Jeffrey Lurie views them more nuanced in that I think he, he knows what goes into each decision. Some, As I said, maybe it's the medical staff. Maybe it's the coaching staff. Ultimately, Howie has final say, and he should be held responsible. But I'm just saying the, the, the decision of Howie Roseman and the way Jeffrey Lurie makes it comes with more nuance than a coaching decision because Jeffrey's not on the field making those decisions as a coach. And I have said that I, I, I actually think that the the macro view of the team building strategy is is less kind to Howie than the micro, like you missed on a couple draft picks, you missed on uh, a couple signings. That happens to everybody. But the macro strategy of not having a lot of pick volume for a long time, uh, continuing to extend old players, like that's been the roster strategy, spending an offseason focused on fixing the defense to the exclusion of the offense. And we know that Jeffrey Lurie knows that, you know, says publicly that that offense is what wins football games. They spent an offseason not addressing that. Um, I think I think the like the, the strategy, the 10,000 foot view of the strategy has been worse than, um, you know, just parsing a couple mistakes with with roster moves. But yeah, Jeffrey's no, I, not. But but Jeffrey's not just like sitting in his office and waiting until the end of the year to to know what the strategy is. Every one of those decisions, true. he Jeffrey was involved, in. involved in those decisions. Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to how they are are going to approach the offense, uh, Jeffrey Lurie's involved in that. Like uh, in 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 theory, if if you're talking about a trade for player X, right? Like now now Jeffrey Lurie's not. Not telling them go sign Ross Piercebacher off of the uh, Washington practice. It'd be funny squad. if he was. That'd be yeah. great. But uh, when uh, when you're saying this is how we're going to approach wide receiver this offseason, or you know we have the option of giving this up in a trade for DeAndre Hopkins, or this is what we feel about the draft, uh, or this is the type of you know uh, like Jeffrey's in all of those conversations. Okay, but then what? I I mean. So Howie Roseman cannot be held responsible for anything because the owner. Oh, he has can. Input. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I, not justifying it. I'm explaining yeah. the the thought process here. Right, but I mean, I think if if you are uh, Jeffrey Lurie, and and I think we yeah we have 21 years. Like Bo, you said, you know Jeffrey Lurie has agency, but we have like uh, you know. 30 years or what, 27 years, whatever the year was that he went from Joe Banner as his right-hand man to yeah. Howie Roseman as his right-hand man. That's it. And, mm-hmm. and so, so, so he's always had this That's person true. sort of right next to him who was making all these decisions with him. I agree with Zach. It's not Howie is not in the football guy, uh, just evaluate personnel mold of a GM. He is in the tie it all together from the coaching staff to medical staff to analytics to scouting to all these different things. All right, let, let's oversee all of these things. All of that has been a failure. I mean, they've cycled through how many medical staffs or how many different medical personnel in, in the years, uh, drafting, free agency, overall plan, trades, Big decisions like whether to uh, dre- how a Jalen Hurts pick could affect your starting quarterback, whether to extend offensive linemen, whether to go after DeAndre Hopkins and Stefan Diggs or Darius Slay, how to help your quarterback, whether to go with consensus picks with some of these uh, draft picks that you see, or whether to be bold and go with someone that you. So, like, your job in that position is to evaluate 
the people under you, whether that's personnel or these, and that hasn't worked well either. So like in some capacity, uh, he definitely has had failures in the last three years. Now I agree that uh, I've been operating whenever I get asked this question, I say, I'm going to assume Howie Roseman is the GM until he's not the GM that, you know, that's just how it's going to be. Now, maybe one day Jeffrey Lurie, uh, will surprise us. I thought, you know, in, uh, in Damo's article, that was, uh, you know, that was pretty strong that he hasn't even, uh, contemplated it because if you're looking at Jeffrey Lurie and how upset you have to be with sort of the direction of this franchise, the state of this franchise. I mean, we just published an article uh, about who's in worse shape, the Eagles or the Bears. I mean, really think about that. Uh, And some of the other things you're seeing, the worst offensive performance in the last 20 years for this franchise. I would think you're looking at everything, you know, looking at everything and considering everything, every option should be uh, on the table. So uh, again, we will see how these final three weeks go and what decisions they make. But, uh, you know, it just feels like it's been 21 years of, uh, well, how we can't be held responsible for that. Well, how we can't be held responsible. Yeah, sure. Well, You're they right. had a coach. Well, they had another. Well, this guy was running the track. Well, at some point, I mean, is he is he not the highest play, paid employee yeah. in the front office and the one with final say on everything? Like at some point you have to be held responsible for some of those decisions. You're absolutely correct. All right. I, I, I think do that's think, well said. I, I do think if – if Howie's back, I I think there's gonna be someone else different in the front office. Too. Another uh, what is it? The rearran- rearranging the what Tech is it? Chairs, chairs to You knew I was gonna screw that up. But yes, they've tried that before. They've tried all of this before. I mean, maybe it'll work. Maybe they have a better strategy this time. But like, talk about no new ideas. They could never just rip the bandaid off. They're like Leela. You know what I did? My one of my worst moments as a as a father uh, was uh, she was probably two or three, and she was just like refusing to take this bandaid off, and it was driving me nuts. It had been on for so long, I'm like you don't need this bandaid off, but she just wouldn't, and so I just snuck behind her. And went, oh my gosh, she'll never forget that. She'll be reminding me about that when she's in her thirties about the pain I caused her in that moment. But. Definitely my worst um, moment as a father was when Casey was a couple months old. Um, the first time I was uh, charged with clipping his nails, I, like, I got, some, got some skin. And I, oh. I have not done it to him since. Oh, boy. Really bad. Zach, oh, my God. Wor- do you have, do you have a worst moment as a father <laughs> while we're sharing? Uh, <laughs> Nothing that, comes like, to I, mind. Uh, that I caused? I don't. Cause any physical uh, pain to your children. Yeah, I, I don't think I've, I've administered any physical pain to my kids like that. I mean, I, I've uh, not made – no, I, I, I can't think of one offhand. I'll, okay, I'll, Mr. I'll Mr. Perfect Dad over here. Got it. No, not Mr. Perfect. I just don't have anything like I've, – I've had like – that. you know, I've, I've taken my, my daughter to the, to the emergency room, and that's, that's like scary to see, you know, mm. um, but, but nothing okay. like that. Yeah. I got to say it felt good ripping that bandaid off. I didn't want to <laughs> cause her pain, but it needed to come off. <laughs> Sometimes you got to step in and do stuff like that. All right. When when I was little, my mom, I was on the playground and my mom went, I was at the top and another kid went to go start climbing and my mom went to grab the other kid and I fell flat down on my nose and I broke my nose. You broke Whoa. your nose. Wow. That is that serious. Is, how so old she went to go save the other little kid that was climbing uh. and I was at the top and she let me and I fell. Oh, I thought no. you were going to be how like, I was you? at the, <laughs> I was in preschool. Hmm. I thought you were going to be like, I was, was at the top of the of playground. My, face, black and blue. my mom yeah. just shoved me up. And I broke my nose. <laughs> nope. 
<laughs> she saved the other kid and then I fell. Wow, that's so, tough. To this day, as of 26, we still make jokes about it. Now, how do we well, know, how, how is that, how is that other kid doing these days? Do we have any idea? I honestly don't know. It's like a family friend. It mm. wasn't. It's not someone we're close with. It's not like I thought it was a random kid. He's got I'm a, pretty sure my mom still feels. Wherever he is, it, he's got but... a perfect nose. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so those I, things not... aren't that bad. <laughs> All right, Shu. Let's get a little uh, crow thine enemy on the Arizona Cardinals as the Mister uh, Mister National with your glistening record against the spread. Why don't we start with the uh, the Let's start with the Cardinals defense. Because I was surprised, actually. They're you know, uh, ninth in DVOA. I did not expect that heading into the week. Uh, ninth against the pass, 15th against the run. I know Hassan Reddick had that big five-sack game last week, and they have Jordan Hicks. What else can you tell us? Yeah, I have very, uh, very little to add. I don't know if people really care about the Cardinals breakdown, but uh, I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, a lot of man coverage. I think top five in percentage of man coverage and also blitz heavy. Uh, top five in blitz frequency there. So they've got Patrick Peterson at one cornerback spot. Okay. I would say like mediocre to above average, certainly not a shutdown guy. I think when he faces really good wide receivers, he does not, uh, he does not perform very well. Buda Baker, the safety, is probably their best uh, defensive player. He got a big contract earlier in the season. Great Chan- name. Great name. I mean, yeah, like if his name was John Brown, mm. like the if you swapped Buda Baker, John Brown's name, everybody, like John Brown, they would think he's the best receiver in the NFL. I think that's fair. And John, and, and Buda Baker. Good tie-in like, because the, the, the uh, most famous Eagles-Cardinals game I can remember covering was the mm. uh, was John Brown touchdown Led by uh, was that, that was Kevin Cobb, yeah. There you go. Uh, so they are 16th in pass rush uh, win rate. Lost Chandler Jones for the season, so it's not a great pass rush. Hassan Reddick has been sort of uh, yanked around in different defensive mm. schemes throughout the course of his career. He's a free agent. Same at the end. Roman Reed. He's a free agent at the end of the season. Uh, I thought they might trade him before the season, but uh, they kept him and he had a five-set game Sean Bradley's game last face week. lit up when he was asked about Hassan Reddick. He likes the Hassan as Reddick? Their, as their, uh, from their Temple days, yeah. Okay. So Jordan Hicks you mentioned. Eh, that's about all I got. I mean, I, okay. I don't find it that exciting. Yeah. And how about this offense that <laughs> ranks uh, 14th overall, 14th in pass, 16th in the run. We know they've got Kyler Murray and his uh, fun scampers. What else they got going on? Yeah, I would say, you know, I think Cliff Kingsbury gets too much credit for any offensive success that they have. I don't feel like he's been uh, like a great innovator or anything like that. I feel like if you watch a lot of their successful offensive plays, it's Kyler Murray doing something amazing or DeAndre Hopkins doing something amazing. I mean, there are little things uh, certainly here and there, but uh, I feel like they've been stagnant. They had a three-game losing streak, uh, I think, before last week's win over the Giants, and the offense just was not great. Now, Kyler Murray had, had this, like, shoulder injury a month ago, and so, I mean, he's still playing. He can still do some amazing things, but uh, you do wonder if that slowed him down uh, a little bit. But uh, he throws, I would say, one of the prettiest deep balls in the entire NFL, maybe the prettiest one. Uh, a lot of it is just feed Nuke Hopkins and let him win his matchups, which I would expect to see uh, in this game. And then Murray is very good, both on option runs, designed runs, and as a scrambler. So uh, he, he is a, a very fun player to watch. I, I wouldn't say they have a lot of firepower other than that. You know, Christian Kirk, I think, 
has been sort of up and down for them. Larry Fitzgerald is not who he uh, used to be, although I, I don't know what his numbers are against the Eagles. It feels Very like good. he lights them up uh, yeah. every time, although I guess he's, he's he's probably lit up a lot of uh, opposing Do you know that Larry defenses. Fitzgerald, when I was looking up those uh, records um, for that piece a couple weeks ago, you know he has the highest percentage of his his team's receiving yards, like highest share of his receiving yards hmm. in NFL history, like more than Jerry Rice. Okay, he's number one. I could, I, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that. So it is good. It's pretty impressive. But, but like thinking about it, yeah, because the 49ers have had more, you know, a lot more team success. Like Larry Fitzgerald's been there, I guess, right. for the only time they've been. Uh, They've been but you would think so. I would have thought just because uh, you know p- passing is more heavy yeah, now than true. it was then that that it would be Jerry Rice, but still pretty impressive. Uh, Kingsbury also has issues with game management, so if you're looking hmm. for an area where the Eagles have an edge, it certainly could be with Doug Peterson there because Kingsbury just gets like very conservative in weird spots. He forgets Kyler Murray is his quarterback timeouts, I mean, all these different types of things. Uh, To his credit, uh, he doesn't poo-poo it like some other coaches we see. Like, I feel like he's been accountable uh, every time he's been called out on that stuff. We're not talking about, like, an Anthony Lynn Chargers level of incompetency here, but uh, that is something to keep an eye on. Shio, I asked Doug today about the, the the Kingsbury type offenses, the air raid offenses, and and there 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 were two reasons I was curious about it. First off, Jalen Hurts excelled in that style of offense last year uh, under Lincoln Riley. And then also the Eagles did pursue Graham Harrell this offseason, who, who who comes from that tree. Good Are point. there concepts of the air raid that you think the Eagles should incorporate in their offense? Hmm. That's, a, uh, that's a tough question. I mean, I think there are play concepts that they could incorporate and have been incorporating. I think... I mean, my understanding of the air raid, and I'm not like an expert on it, but uh, pass heavy, small volume of plays with kind of di- out of different looks, you know, sort of that uh, that Chip Kelly philosophy, you could say. And then it's like instead of the Bill Walsh like routes where it's all right, you got to, you know, this many steps and like very refined to details, it's more read the coverage and run to open space. And so the quarterback and the wide, it's like takes reps. The quarterback and the receivers have to be on the same page. They've got to be reading it on the same, uh, the same way. That's why when it works, it looks amazing. And when it doesn't work, uh, it, it probably can look a little, um, you, you know, look bad or look disjointed. So. And there's that, there was that thing going around about how DeAndre Hopkins has basically only been lining up on the left side. Yeah, like three games in a row, like they're not moving him around at all. Right, uh, they're just sort of sticking with what they do. Not a lot of motions. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. not a lot of motions. And uh, I, I think the same side thing was more of a. I don't know if that's like a tempo thing, you know, like if you're running your route on your left side, just get back to the left side so we can hurry up and move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where that uh, originated. So, anyway. let me ask you this, Shield. Uh, I think I know which way you're going, but uh, one quarterback to start a franchise with. Where like is is Kyler Murray in the conversation or is it Justin Herbert like just right away? Oh well, it's Mahomes. Oh, I guess I forgot about Mahomes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely Mahomes. After <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so fun. He's so good that it's at yeah, the it's, point. He's the best like, quarterback all right, of all time. Probably. In, in the non, everything has to right. be the non-Mahomes category. Right. All right, let me pull up the teams here just to get a look here. You, you know, I loved a Herbert early on. He's you did. You're he's he is. <laughs> 
It was a lot, a lot of fun to watch him last I night. I mean, really imagine good, if man. they actually helped this guy. It's how crazy. Good, how, they really, they could be if they if they got the right coach, uh, improved the offensive line. They could oh. legitimately be a like like in the AFC Championship next year. Absolutely. It's crazy. I mean, they have to see that. Don't they have to see that? I would, and there are all these like national people saying you got to keep Anthony Lynn. You don't have to keep Anthony Lynn. Oh my god! I, I mean, if, if you want to, if you want to keep Anthony Lynn as the, uh, I'd say you're not making any game management calls. You're yeah, not, that's the thing. It's you're you not can't just be the game manager because he's terrible at that. No, you're not making any strategy calls. If you want, you know, and I, this might not be a bad role for a head coach. You're just kind of the culture guy. You know, issues come up. You're the guy. That kind of thing. Keep everyone together. Motivator. That's fine. Yeah, but the but problem it, with that is your your selection of candidates for who's going to want to be just an yeah, offensive coordinator right. is not the same as somebody. Well, their offensive you, you coordinator could, is not the problem. You could, I mean, that, yeah, I think you could, no, he you is too. Yeah, no, he is like. the problem too. Uh, yeah, and at that point, it's like, well, what are we paying you for again? Right. <laughs> if that's all you're doing, but my gosh, if they could find the right offensive coach for him while he's on a rookie contract here, uh, I mean, he could break every he's Chargers awesome. curse. Over the next three years, and I hesitate because uh, you know our our DFOP Sunset Chaz says that rookie quarterback performance can be very noisy. Uh, but my gosh, talk about the eye test! Just yeah, passing test, it, yeah. you're like, it's so hard to envision the a scenario he where makes. ah the feel, yeah, love a Herbert. Right. Who, who's that? Who's in the conversation there? I think He's Murray there. Murray's in the conversation. Um, Deshaun Lamar. Watson is probably in a conversation. Lamar would be in the conversation. Is Josh Allen in there for you yet? You tell was, me. For me, I, w- I would say let's see a little more. Yeah, I would want to. I, I would. Yeah, I would. I would not put him in there uh, yet. Although he is having a fantastic season. That's. I think that's probably the list here. Burrow is Burrow in there for you? Uh, yeah. You know, I love a Burrow, but uh, but Herbert came in when I think you know, Herbert's number two. Burrow was away on a on a business trip, and Herbert knocked on my door. And uh, <laughs> listen, somebody somebody said they wanted an open relationship, and here we go. Uh, yeah, no, I think so. Anyway, all right, okay, love a Herbert. Uh, all right, uh, before we get to super sorecasting, there has been there is uh, there's some cleanup that has to happen here because uh, people have been asking, how is it that Shield has three and a half points, I have three, and Zach has one. And that does not add up to a full number. We, was there a mistake in um, in the point process at some point along the way? So I went back this morning and listened. And the reason is because we had a three-way tie one week in the Seahawks game when Shiel went back to the tape and found the K.J. Wright uh, screen mm, sack. My man. And uh, we decided to adjudicate that as a, a half point each when it could have technically been a third of a point each, but because it's uh, been canon at this point, we will move forward with three-way ties somehow add up to uh, greater than uh, the sum of their parts. So that is how we have three and a half for Shield, three for me, one for Zach. If Zach wants to stay alive, he has to avoid a tie with Shield this week or an outright win for Shield. If Shield wins this week, Zach is eliminated as we go uh, to two weeks left, and heading into this week, I have three points left over, turkeys rather. Zach has seven turkeys left over, and Shield has four turkeys left over. Uh, 
Okay, so once again, uh, turkeys this week. Zach has 31. Shield has 28. I have 27. And what's and the count? What's the overall count? I know you just you said have, it. You have three and a half. I have three. Zach has one. All right. We got three weeks left. Three weeks left. So, what's, so you can't uh, clinch is, it this is there a magic week, number? You can eliminate, well, for you, it's it's. Oh, yeah. Two. You can if, eliminate Zach, but you cannot, you cannot uh, win outright this week. I will still be alive no matter what. Either of us can eliminate Zach with a victory. Yes, an outright victory for yeah. either of us will eliminate Zach. Zach needs at least a tie. Oh, oh, oh boy. But he's also got a number he needs to keep for next week somewhere oh, in his mind. Oh, no, he's got to let it rip now. Yeah, my back's right. against the wall. So. All right, I like this. This is going to be <laughs> Just exciting. like how you like it, Zach. You are... And we got some good submissions. Zach's I have a gonna... bunch on my list. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to read. Zach's gonna... <laughs> Zach needs to come out with an underdog mask. Who Everybody's been counting him out. But this is a guy with championship pedigree. Uh, real quick, a commenter said, Bo, both you and I have told that story about our kids previously. <laughs> so, Jacob, thank you for being a loyal well, listener. It tells and you that at least it sticks with us. You know, we've, We're holding on to the pain. It tells you this podcast is going to get uh, progressively worse here, and we're going to just repeat all of our bits, which is already happening. All right, let's no get to it. That. Okay. So like I said, thanks to the chat, we have a lot of good submissions. I have like a bunch written down. I'm not sure which three I'm going to read yet, but we we shall see how this goes. Okay, let's start this one off with DeAndre Hopkins has the most receiving yards against the Eagles of any player this season. Ooh. Do we know one. what's the hot? What's the high for that Metcalf? Metcalf so I think 186. Yeah, pretty, I want to say. I think it was 170 something. Yeah, I think it was yeah. 170 something. Okay. All right. Anyway, that might be right. Uh, two. Let's see. Three. Four. Do I hear five? Five. Six. It's 177. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, George Kittle close. had 183 against the Eagles. Oh, oh big flex. George Who Kittle. Did? Oh, wow. That's right. Okay, so 183. 10 of 10. I am not going to top five. Going one. I'm not going to top five either. Going twice. Shield gets it. So that was six for Shield? Mm-hmm. No, five. No, no, five, five, five. five, five. Oh, five. And it's 183, so that is what he Now, needs. wait, did it say? Oh, he needs to get 184. He needs to get 184, yeah. Has the most. Settle down. Listen, we got to hash out these pedantics ahead of time. Yes, yeah, I agree. Okay, so he needs 184. Okay. Jake Elliott makes Mm. every kick. One. Two. Three. Again, he has to attempt at least one. Just to be clear. Four. Four. Five. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Eight. Who got the eight there? I feel like I did, but Bo Oh, I thought did. I got it. Yeah. Uh, nine. Oh, it doesn't matter, I guess. Mm. Nine. Jake the Snake. Ten. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are a listener, you don't need to watch the whole episode on YouTube, but you should tune in just to see Zach's pained face when someone uh, bids against him. Um. We're at 10, right? Bidding's at 10. Yeah, 31 turkeys. 
I'll use a third of my. I think that's just the. I don't know what the remain. I wish this was later on in the game. That's right? the whole game, baby. Yeah. That's, that's that's the point. You um, don't know what's coming later. You don't know. If it's good. You don't know. If beautiful it's bad. design. You know Eleven. Mm. Going wide. I wonder what the all-time highest uh, highest bid on a outcome is. Eleven's pretty high. That was last week about the Eagles scoring more than seventeen points, and mm. they did. So, pretty sure she'll bid eleven last week. I'm gonna go twelve. Oh, baby! I'm out. Yeah, it was it was eleven last week. Yeah, for... I'm out. Okay, so twelve for Elliot and goes to Bo. Wow, Bo, you used a lot of your. Uh... I mean, it, it has a look. He's a seventy three percent kicker from field goals this season, ninety on extra points. So you're you're dealing with high percentages that will both that they'll both happen. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a good bet. The Eagles finished the game with a different offensive line than the one that started the game. So that's not saying if somebody leaves and comes back. The right. final right. snap. Need, and it's also could be, could be, be garbage time. Yes. Okay. One. And, of course, it has been established that offensive line is only the five players from left tackle to right tackle. It does not include a sixth Correct. offensive line. Yeah, Who are their backup the offensive linemen for this game? Luke, Luke Jariga. Jariga. Brett Toth. Brett Toth. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> wow. She was really into, like, the 15-minute uh, mark of the show, right? Yeah. She <laughs> was checked out for a long time. Uh, I'll go one. Two. I can't get into for two. Three. Four. I mean, it's, a, it's it's not fun to be betting on an injury, but you can have it. I'll hold on. Oh. I'll I'll, mm. I'll take a five for that bad boy. I'll let you have Going it. Away. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Kyler Murray has a run of thirty yards or more. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Going once. Six. Um. What's it, 30 yards or more? Yeah. Yes. He only has one of those this season. Uh, Mm. Wow, look at him crunching numbers. But the Eagles have allowed allowed a number of them. Um, I'm not going on that, no. Oh? So six? I'm out. All right. That's a pretty good one. Okay, so just to update, Shield is at 12 turkeys left? Yep. Okay. Zach has all 31, and I've got 15. Okay. Travis Fulgham has more catches than Larry Fitzgerald. I saved my turkeys for this? Jeez. Um, <laughs> one. I already is, said one. Oh, you want to say is Fulgham going to be active for this game? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know that. Yeah. Uh, two. I'll go three. How many turkeys do you have? I have 15. 15. Jeez. I use my turkeys. 
Um, Fitz says four. Going once, going twice. Sold to Zach for four. All right. Okay. The two best receivers in NFL history. How many more do we have left here? Seven. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Zach convinces his wife or one of his brothers to join the post-game pod for at least five minutes, but during the guest appearance, he will remain on screen but silent. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even bidding on this. Because was that I'm yours, like, oh. Shields? It was, no. That was from the chat. No. That wasn't for but, me. <laughs> I thought that was you, definitely. No, it wasn't me. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I wait, oh, so, I could help you. That so I, he, can, I he convinces a, a family member to appear on the, the post game for, for five, five minutes, minutes. But Zach but, has to remain silent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Zach, I mean, this is a free. This is a yeah, free no, I, win. I, I, I did this last week. I love my wife more than I want to win. Swift family member. I think yeah, it could what be about your brother. It says one of your bro- one of his brothers. It could be anybody. Yeah, no, I, I'm. How bad do you get want AB. it? No. Oh my um, gosh! I was contemplating back and forth whether to do this one, yeah. but I, I did think it's exactly, a fa- I, this could be in your favor. Yeah, you it is. They're throwing you a bone, one. Zach. You it's like me. You think I wanted to be on the post game podcast? Sometimes you. Gotta I don't do care about wanna, me doing something. How I don't want to volunteer. No, that's I. I. I mean, that's un- unfair to. to you have seventy-five brothers. One of, you I'm also sure don't. One of them would you also itching. don't have to do it. You just just spend a couple turkeys. Keep the option in your back pocket. If you're winning anyway, you don't have to call on the. You, you can know, bribe a brother. Burn. You know, you tell him, right. listen, if I need this, who wants it? I'll buy I guess you a I will waste the time. I will go one turkey here. <laughs> one turkey. Two. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you can have oh it for my two. Gosh. Oh, you don't want to go three? <laughs> no, I'd rather you spend You've your turkey. You've got so many turkeys. Oh, it's a guaranteed loss for you. No, I'm... Ooh. Look, I, go to three. Go to I'm, three. I'm not I doing promise that. I won't bid four. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing that to... Look, my... You know. Keep the option <laughs> in your back pocket. She's sleeping when we do our our. our it doesn't have to be your wife. How, how about father-in-law, the listener of the pod? He would love to do a guest appearance for five minutes oh. talking about what a great son-in-law he has. I'll go how three about, and keep it in my back pocket. All right. Great. Okay, you can have it. Okay. Oh, thank you. Very, nice very exciting. So so I didn't want to throw you under the bus with that one, Zach, but I figured it could help you out. So. Yeah, I, I suppose I could have that option. I could run it by them and the next really few days. And you were really upset about last week yeah. with Shields getting his, True. you know. Yeah, now you get, now you get one. So yeah. now I just wish it was something like, was like Zach needs so. to say this during the podcast or something like that. It just uh, something... <laughs> Well, there was one that said the Eagles score more points than turkeys Zach carries over to next mm. week. Oh, that's a good one. But yeah. um, I figured you, if it was a week you had like 50, it might, might be easier. But um, you didn't. You only had 31. Now, does week, the friend so. have to appear on screen? Uh, I no, guess it says it is. It says, it. It, but it says Zach has to be on screen and be. Oh, well, that smiling. makes it much better. If 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 I could just have like my brother call in and yeah. I think a call in. I think a call, I think in a call is, fine is fine if we can okay. do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we have to. We get to. I get. You know. I, well, Zach Shield probably won't be there, but I'll get. Who to talk knows what? I don't know what other questions yeah. we're gonna we get. Uh, maybe you'll. And Zach, me I'll again. also say you can. You, if you can't get a friend or if you can't get a family member, I will extend uh, Chip Kelly to be included <laughs> in your family. Okay. If you can get Chip. 
<laughs> if I can get Chip on the spot, we're doing a we're doing a, a, any a, any current head college football coach would count as well. No, really? I'm not going to go that far. Can be an assistant coach? No, I don't I said yeah, no, 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 no. Let, it, it has to. You have to be true to the the listener's uh, question. Sorry, <laughs> okay. no exceptions. I wish I wrote down what a listener submitted that. A very thanks. good comment from in the chat now. Uh, Zach Berman colon why I left the athletic. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that every time I go on the podcast. Right? <laughs> all right, all right. Six, uh, six questions. Okay. Left. All right. At least one of the two starting quarterbacks sets a career high in rushing yards. I wrote this one. Kyler Murray has 106 as his career, and uh, Hertz's was whatever it was last week. I think it was 106. Oh, I thought it was 106. One. Anyway. Three. Four. Five. I'm out. Do I want this for six? Career high? Ooh, it's, uh, Hertz just has to beat what he did last week. He's going up against uh, easier defense. Man it's to man, a, heavy man, heavy man. Oh, it's yeah. it's probably going to be a high scoring game, right? So he's going to have. A, I'm going to go six. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I have I've used seven already. Came in with thirty one, so down to twenty four. If I use seven on this, down to seventeen. That's a, um, I'm, that's a lot more than Bo and I have. Uh, I'll, I will go seven on this. Okay, I'll let you have it for seven. Okay. okay. So you've got 17 left. I've got 15 left. Sheila has 12 left. Oh, I didn't realize you had 15 left. Wait, Zach got that one for seven? Correct? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I was, <laughs> I was checking on the chat. Okay. Um, Five left. Okay. Jalen Mills does his finger wag on an incompletion that he has nothing to do with. And then in parentheses, like a bad throw or a dropped pass. How do we Note, determine this? Wait, Note, let her let the, let the lady finish. Okay. No, okay. there's a gray area here on whether Mills had anything to do with it. Marissa is the judge. <laughs> You're welcome for this one. Uh, two. Three. <laughs> Zach hates this one. <laughs> he hates gray area. Four. Uh, I'm out. Mm, what this for five? He did. You know, if he's playing corner, it's kind of like a guarantee. He's probably yeah, I'll go five. Yeah, I'll go five on that. Anyone topping five? All right, Joe gets it for five. Uh, Both thinking about uh, it. So I'll you got to do it. I'll, I'll let you have it. I'll let you have it. Okay. All right. So to update Bo, you only have Jake Elliott makes every kick, correct? Correct. Okay. Just making sure I have my facts. I've got here. 15. Zach's got 17. Shields got seven. And there are four questions left. Okay. Jalen Hurts' longest run is longer than Kyler Murray's longest run. That's one. A good one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Going once. Going twice. Eleven. Oh, ho, ho. 
12. Ooh. <laughs> you can have it. 12. Zach okay. is all in on a big Jalen Hurts running five, game. Five turkeys. Whoa. Who would have thought? Yeah. Wait, I have five turkeys? Left, yes. Yeah, left. <laughs> How? Wait. Yeah, you went from yeah you went from thirty one to twenty seven to twenty four to seventeen to five. Oh, he's got a lot of. I didn't really. He's got a lot of things though. Okay. Yeah, he's got yeah. four. Four. I was aggressively bidding there. I wasn't even looking at my budget. <laughs> <laughs> ah, now you're getting the gist <laughs> of the game. Jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elijah Riley, please. Twenty percent of snap. Oh, that's not gonna happen. But I'll take my one. Plays twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Can't get it for one. Uh, it's not gonna happen though. Twenty percent of the defensive snaps. Does it stipulate? Yeah. What about a special teams role? It just says snaps, but we mm-hmm. can clarify. All right, defensive is fair. I okay. think that's implied. Okay. Uh, what would it take for Elijah Riley to get on the field here? Uh, I mean, maybe. He could get on the field. Yeah, he can get on the field. Graylin Arnold is available, too, so that hurts his chances. But It would probably take Jalen Mills playing cornerback and then a safety going down and, and then playing three safeties in that situation. A safety going down and them playing three safeties? No. Well, it or. depends if you consider Arnold over. Well, yeah, and it depends Riley. if, if uh, maybe, maybe Riley is like – the backup strong safety and Arnold is the backup free safety or something. Mm. I'll, I'll give it a two. Mm. I'll go three. I can't really <laughs> let Elijah Riley, someone else have Elijah Riley. Going once. Going twice. Okay. Sold. Okay. You got two left. At least one player in the game has multiple sacks, and then it says at least two. That's it? One player in the game has multiple sacks? At least one player Mm. in the game has multiple sacks, and then it says at least two. One. One. Two. Three. Three. Four. Five. Seven. Hmm. It's mine. Well, she'll have seven. Yeah, he can't go. Yeah, I have. Oh, I bid seven, so he can't do it. True. Very, Bo's very proud of himself for that one. <laughs> <laughs> like a big chest out. It's mine. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> all right. Zach's still thinking about how he spent all his turkey. I hope there's not a single sack in this goddamn game. <laughs> All right. Okay. Last one. Last one. DeAndre Hopkins sets a season high in receiving yards. Current high is 151. Mm. How many turkeys does everybody have? I I have seven. Steel seven. Zach five. Bo five. Oh, all right. So I can win this one if I want it. All right. Six. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, here we go. Shield has five irons in the fire. Uh, two DeAndre Hopkins-related ones. One is DeAndre Hopkins has a season high 
and one is DeAndre Hopkins has the most receiving yards of any player against the Eagles this season. So uh, rooting hard for DeAndre Hopkins. He's also got there is a different O-line combination at the end of the game than the start of the game. Kyler Murray has a 30-yard run or longer, and Jalen Mills has a needless finger wag. I have uh, only three. Jake Elliott is perfect. Elijah Riley plays 20% of the snaps. And a player in the game has multiple sacks. Zach, with his back against the wall, has four choices. (laughs) Travis Fulgham has more receptions than Larry Fitzgerald. Jalen Hurts' longest run is longer than Kyler Murray's longest run. Uh, one of the two quarterbacks has a career high in rushing yards. And knowing that he needs at least a tie, and a tie against me, a tie against Zach, against Shia will not do it. Zach controls his own destiny here mm. with a family member making an appearance on the postgame pod for five minutes while Zach remains speechless. <laughs> the, our listeners are very concerned about Zach. I mean, I think they legitimately think he's going to be writing his resignation letter to the athletic. Uh, no, I, I want to say I, I love this podcast. I, I really look forward to doing this. I, I was scrolling through the comments section when I, uh, when I was down to five, and I knew I wasn't really going to spend. Okay. And uh, I feel like the, the, the listeners like misinterpreted hey or the hey, the chemistry that we have someone said i'm a weird fit for this podcast <laughs> that was that was one person <laughs> uh, i i i think that got shot down pretty quickly but uh yeah you've no, been I, you've been a perfect i can't imagine a better yeah, fit honestly no uh, the, the, the and i say and i never the, say uh, anything nice about anybody was the pacificio's comment about uh the stepdad who was yeah uh, right. who, who stepped in and become a, a part of the family <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, I, there are if, if if there are two things that I value, it's it's my privacy and, and turkeys, it, and it's, it's 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 my privacy and it's it's making sure that I'm safe for a rainy day and uh, like this pot, this game here has put both of those things in jeopardy. So yes. Okay. Pretty good stuff. Uh, so just uh, for uh, cleaning up, I would sake. think it as the listeners trying to help you. Zach, that, like, <laughs> you're their yeah, they were trying favorite. to throw you a bone because you were complaining yeah. last week about <laughs> Shield getting to control it. So uh, yeah. you, you and I have five turkeys to carry over for next week. <laughs> Shield has just one. We love you, Zach. Zach is a oh, great fit. You. I thought Zach would be a, a weird fit early on, but he's come out of his shell and become a great addition. I was worried when he joined, but it's been amazing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> thank I, you. I love you, Zach. I don't know what the one clown was saying. All, All right. right. Thank you. Respectfully, uh, clown. Thank you for listening. The Please Berminator. I mean, they love you, Zach. <laughs> That's nice. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Shield, before we get to the Crystal Bald Eagle, would you like to uh, have Marissa pick a number? Oh, right. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, someone give their prediction. Let me pull up the reviews and then we'll do it. Like, do your uh, Crystal Bald Eagle. Okay. What's the line in this game? Uh, it was latest six and a half. Six and a half. I can check again on DraftKings here. Okay. I'll go first. Um, okay. Crystal Bald Eagle. Um, I don't know. I think the Eagles actually have a chance in this game. I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy. Um, I do think that Kyler Murray is uh, specifically designed to torment this Eagles defense, and I think he will have some big plays with his legs. Uh, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins 
if he's healthy, will uh, will be able to exploit the Eagles' secondary unless he's going up against Elijah Riley, in which case he will be shut down. Uh, but I think uh, I think the I think Jalen Hurts has some juice. I think the Eagles are going to make this a competitive game. Are they going to win? I think so. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Wow. Hmm. 25-23. 25. All right. 25-23. Uh, all right, Marissa, give me a uh, a number. It really can um, be anything. Just don't make it too high. Okay. Let's go seven. Seven. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, all right. This is from Dabble in Scrabble. Says, mm. emergency pod, please, please help me understand what just happened. I can't wait for the end of the third round. I need all three of you ASAP. This is posted. It said posted when we drafted Jalen Hurts, but it was published on December 13th. <laughs> I don't know what's good. But then it says, I think there's an app. I think there's an Apple thing where, like, if you've commented from that username before, it like it redoes your original. No, but one then, or but then it says, "Can't wait for the Saints post game." Does this hmm. save Howie's job? Does Doug have his mojo back? Is this D line finally earning their checks? And how about Shields' boy Jay Sweat? So uh, I don't, you know, thank you for reviewing. I can't say I totally <laughs> understand what's going on there, but dabble and scrabble, appreciate it. Uh, email birds with friends podcast at gmail.com. And we will send a Pastaficios gift card your way. And for the rest of you, you got two more opportunities here. Maybe more if they make the playoffs and win like both things. So uh, get on Apple Podcasts, rate, review. Also, let's do a little like subscribe, unsubscribe, grab your kids' tablets, yep. you know, go on there, just make Evangelize. It a, yep. Yeah, do, do oh, what you need to do. That reminds me, now that we've made it all the way uh, to the end of the episode. Uh, we're doing. We uh, we were reached out to by the uh, the T Public people that we can do a we can do a giveaway of a long sleeve Birds with Friends T-shirt. So oh. here's what we'll do: we will do uh, we'll do something based on the outcome of Sunday's game. Let's do. Uh, let's. What do you guys think? Total points scored. Total rushing yards for for Jalen Hurts. Something fun. Uh, how about? Let's do uh, Jalen Hurts' rushing yards plus Travis Fulgham's receiving yards. Give us your prediction uh, on Twitter with hashtag. No, no, no. On Apple Podcasts. It won't come up before uh, Listen, before Sunday. Th- that's okay. We don't need it for we don't need it by Sunday. You can leave okay, it now. That's true. We'll see the date that it's okay, left. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come leave on. it what before. Are you crazy? Leave it. Yeah. Leave it. Uh, your prediction for Hurts rushing yards plus Fulgham receiving yards. And whoever comes closest will get a free Birds with Friends T-shirt. Ooh, I like this. Very nice. Long sleeve so for the leave winter. that review on Apple Podcasts. Hertz rushing yards plus Fulgham receiving yards, correct? Closest to the pin. It's not uh, you are prices allowed to right go over. Rules, yeah. Not okay. prices right rules, yes. All closest right. to the pin. And, of course, uh, as, as uh, commenters pointing out, I am indeed holding true to my promise that once the Eagles uh, – I said once the Eagles made Elijah Riley a member of the active roster, they would win every game. So – Correct. All right, Zberm, what do you got? <laughs> Zach says correct. Yeah, so I agree with Bo that the Eagles have a shot to win this game. You know, I I, I don't think their odds are as long as last week. Vegas obviously doesn't either. Uh, 
this is a tough matchup given that the Eagles' secondary is as banged up as it is. That being said, like I spoke about earlier this week, I think Jim Short. I think Jim Schwartz has shown that he can overcome uh, undermanned secondaries because of the Eagles' pass rush and stopping the run. That being said, I, I'm I'm bullish on on Kyler Murray. I am curious to see how Jalen Hurts looks uh, in an, in a, another week out there. I am picking the Eagles to cover, but not to win. I do think they can win, but but I am going with Cardinals twenty eight. Eagles 24. Now the commenter said, uh, who made the zebra comment, is it said, I'm sorry I didn't mean it like that. I meant in sense of humor overall. Oh, okay. What I really believe is that you are in a very uh, out of your comfort zone, which he finds very inspiring. <laughs> the, yes, so well, I, nice I, job I, out of you, Diego. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. Uh, I, was, I was taught growing up to try to do something every day out of your comfort zone. And I know mm. when I come on this podcast, that would suffice for for that day's obligation. Mm. So. I, I feel like my parents preach the opposite. Oh, really? <laughs> never, never leave that comfort zone. <laughs> oh. Just yeah. stay right in there. Yeah, my dad <laughs> used to say, "Do one thing every day to leave your comfort that's, zone." I think yeah. that's good. Yeah, I that's think good. that's good. All right, uh, I think I'm on the same page with you guys. I think they they have a real shot in this game. Uh, I'm not sold on a on a Kingsbury. I think uh, their defense more like really a Jestersberry. You know what I mean? It really just depends on the week. You know, I think some weeks they look good, some possessions they look good. Other times it looks like it's pretty easy to expose them. I don't think they've got a lot of answers on offense, but their answers are uh, fantastic, which is, you know, Kyler Murray's legs and DeAndre Hopkins, basically. Uh, and I'm kind of intrigued by, you know, the Eagles did that against a Saints defense that's much better than the Cardinals. That was with one week of installing all these uh, quarterback run plays. We've got Doug Peterson's record without Carson Wentz. They seem to rise to the occasion a little bit. Can you play a lot of zone and just make the Cardinals kind of have to work for it? And maybe uh, your front four forces Kyler Murray into some sacks, and that's how you slow them down at least a little bit? Maybe. Uh, I was tempted to pick the Eagles to win. I couldn't quite get there because I do think there is the formula of a DeAndre Hopkins, like, you know, 11 catch, 208 yard game here with who they're playing. That would be with big for you. In the, I know that's right. Uh, in the secondary. So uh, I've got a close game. It wouldn't shock me if the Eagles were to, to win this game. It would be very interesting for the final two weeks here when you look at uh, Washington's playing the Seahawks this week. The Giants are banged up. No James Bradbury. Uh, they got Freddie Kitchens calling plays, which I guess could be an upgrade, certainly, uh, over Jason Garrett. But they face a Browns team that's been playing well. So it could get very interesting come uh, the end of Week 15. But I've got the Cardinals 27, the Eagles 24. Remember when I gave uh, Cliff Kingsbury um, that guff for wearing that Heather at his uh, press conference at the Combine? Kind of, but I, I love very, a I, lo- I love a Heather. Well, I recently got my first Heather, and it's huh. pretty comfortable. What's it's better? Really good. What's a but Heather? Heather is a color. A Heather gray yeah. is a color. It's not. No, a... I thought. No, no, it's the type of shirt. Oh, a Henley. Longs... A Henley. Oh, Henley. Henley. Oh, yeah, oh, what are you doing? Come on. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah, that's embarrassing. Uh, I don't. Henley. How does the Henley fit? Because uh, well, you it know. fits well. It's comfortable, but it, it's still it looks like a pajama shirt. It doesn't. Uh, mm. it, it still strikes me as inappropriate to wear it to a press conference. Yeah, I, I think the Henley will come and go. I don't think that's here to stay. Oh, I'm going to miss a weekend hanging out in Arizona. This is this is one of my favorite mm. road trips. I'm it's a good one. Yeah, I was I was thinking in bed the other Scott night, scale. trying to run through the uh, 2021 road trips in my head. 
There's a, there's uh, Vegas on there. I know you're excited about yeah, that. Yeah, very excited right. for that one. The, the one that's up in the air is uh, NFC North. So it could be Chicago, could be Minneapolis, could be Detroit. All right. Could be Green I guess Bay. It could be Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. if they win the division. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Scottsdale is is an awesome place. All right. Yeah, so I need I need to start brainstorming my uh, feature ideas of why I need to go to the Eagles Raiders game next year. Is mm-hmm. what you're telling me. Assuming, oh, you. Oh, course, oh, I'm sorry, Shio. You have clout, man. You could just. Well, say, that'll probably I, I be the vaccination. Uh, Raiders starting quarterback Carson Wentz. Oh, Bo. My wife wanted you to give a shout. You know, wanted your take or for you to give a shout out to the Monday Night Football broadcast. Now I know you you fell asleep early that day, but mm-hmm. they, you know, they were showing uh, the trucks with the vaccines and really promoting kind oh, of all right. And uh, you know, she thought well, she thought that was uh, good, but a little unusual. So she wanted to know if you wanted to give the broadcast or the league any credit for promoting vaccinations. I think in some of our heads, it's not even a thing, right? It's just like, yeah, of course, but right. we know that's not how everybody in America feels. Yeah, it's 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 like you know a celebrity when you when you uh, hear you hear you have a friend uh, who has gotten the vaccine. Pretty cool. Uh, I I don't think they deserve too much credit. I think the league itself mm. has been a an enormous net negative on the effect of COVID across the country. So, uh, you know, take your vaccines, but I'm not, I'm not going to be patting you on the back. You, you absolutely, uh, were a negative effect. So, you know, good job by ESPN, but the league itself, I mean, Roger Goodell is, uh, up there with some of the monsters in the world. So, jeez. Oh, <laughs> All right. There goes that One around the opinion. NFL. Yeah. Uh, job. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, yeah. uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. For Zach, Sheil, and Marissa, I'm Bo. We'll be back after the post game, or after the game rather, for the post game pod on Sunday. We'll find out. Hopefully, we'll get a, a drop in from a Berman. Looking forward to it. Thanks for, to everybody for listening. Make sure that you uh, drop in your predictions for Jalen Hurts rushing yards plus Travis Fulgham receiving yards on Apple Podcasts in an, uh, an effort to win your uh, free t-shirt from Team Public. Okay, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. As always, we love you.